Welcome to episode number 144 of Moist Definitely Towelettes. Today, we got a jam-packed, fun episode with our co-host, Mr. Brian Duschler. Hey. And this week's special guest returning, the very funny, always great to hear from, Mr. Richie McClonus. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Good, good. Thanks for coming out. It's good to see you. It's been... uh, at least almost a year at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Since I saw you. It, it really has, I think. Yeah. Cause uh, you, the last show, one of the last shows I did was the roast battle at, uh, That's right. At what's the name of the place I'm blanking on. Uh, Eats and crafts. I Eats and crafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for pizza and hummus there for your show uh, back in <laughs> January. Yeah. I was, I was scared. You were going to say the last show. Yeah, there was that one in uh, Ohio, that open Ooh. mic. Oh, yeah, don't be that one. <laughs> the pizza place, right? We did. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, we, any, I uh, saw you at a. Any, any particular reason you guys haven't seen each other in a long time or. No, nothing's going on or changing in the world. It's just been a while. Oh, huh, OK. Yeah, yeah. We hard to uh, keep up. Do it. You guys yeah. should try to make more of an effort to see each other then. You know, I don't know what your deal is. <laughs> in these unprecedented times. <laughs> With that big Is picture that, of Matt as your background, I feel like that, he's here. That's that's why I did it. He needs <laughs> he's here in spirit. Ball bag. It's like it's like a uh, what is it? A Target commercial, and there's like. <laughs> You're right. Uh-huh. Target does use disabled people for their ads. Woo! <laughs> 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 the immediate woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> Comedy. Oh, there we are. We're back. Ooh-ah. No, actually, I brought you guys here to talk about not comedy things today. <laughs> uh, uh, things things we're both good at. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, no, I wanted to talk today. It's, this episode is dedicated to dreams. Um, I haven't been specifically having any lately, but I've had conversations with other people about uh, dreams and dream states and stuff like that. And, and I realized that the types of dreams that I usually have are not in the same realm as a lot of people's. So I was kind of interested to see what kind of dreams you guys have and kind of talk about like different stuff about dreams and things that you've experienced throughout your times. I love it. I'm about pumped to, about this. About to get weird. It is. So, so I don't want to leave. I'm not going to lead it, but I'm I, Brian. Are you, were you going to open with your, like I got immediately curious when you said, I've got some dreams that the police shouldn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could definitely, I'll lead off. Yeah. So I'll start with uh, when I was younger, I used to have a recurring dream. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, uh, but it was the same dream. I would have it multiple nights a week. It was that I was being chased. It was me as myself being chased through this forest of trees, but they were all made of like metal and they were like spikes that came up out of the ground and they were kind of twisty, but it was all like foggy and misty. So you couldn't see real far. So it's kind of like a creepy, like Halloween looking landscape type deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was running through this forest trying to get away from the Joker. Um, But like the killing joke Joker, like the one that's all crazy and shit, like not just any Joker, like it's got to be that one. It wasn't Jared Leto. Yeah, no, it wasn't Jared Leto. Um, (laughs) Someone on Halloween dressed as Jared Leto. (laughs) It was just, but it was just Jared Leto from the Kill music video. (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, so, so I'm running through this forest by myself and I'm looking for Batman. I'm like yelling out for him, Batman, help me, Batman. And then like he swoops in to save me and he gets right behind me. And as soon as he lands, I turn around and the Joker shoots me. And that's when I wake up. Wow. <laughs> now, now, is that reoccurring or is that specific one time? One no, 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 that's uh, the entire dream. That's how it was every single time. And I would have it, like I said, at least once, if not a couple times a week. Wow. How old were you when this was going on? Um, I couldn't have been more than probably like the ages of six to eight, like in that range. Wow. How yeah. traumatic that that just like won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I'm six years old having dreams that I'm dying and shit. <laughs> You're just like, you're just like, I don't have enough life experience to even know how to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to play dead? I've seen four episodes of Arthur. The <laughs> that little aardvark's tough as shit, though. Yeah. I love the school shooting episode. Yeah, that one was hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was kind of. I'm I'm sorry. Have you done Arthur on the on the uh, uh, podcast plug that I'm about to give on the uh, uh, cartoons and to- cartoon tonic tonic? We we have not done Arthur. No. Okay. Oh, we'll write it down for season two though. I would Perfect. like to see what the Arthur cocktail looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a weird one. So, Sweater like, fuzz. <laughs> um. I've watched a few episodes recently with, with my kids and uh, there's kind of like a weird thing going on where like most of the time the parents are of the same species, right? But every once in a while there's, they're not, but anytime there's a couple that's different, a different species from one another, one of them is always a rabbit. <laughs> Seriously. It's the weirdest thing. Go ahead and watch it and you'll, and you'll see if there is a, <laughs> mixed species couple in the Arthur universe one of those adults is a rabbit every single time wow i i can't wait to look into this for yeah. way too long <laughs> it's like two weeks later richie comes out of nowhere he's like guys it's fucking true man yeah the, uh, the marker board is just it's like, it's like yarn connecting different uh, it's all the zodiac but rabbits <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, I would. You, you messaged me about the topic, and I started to get scared because I couldn't think of dreams that were very weird that were like one-offs. So I'm glad yours is reoccurring because the only like the big dreams I remember um, long term are like I'm always my recurring dream is I'm always at school and I'm late. I'm late for the bus to leave and if apparently if i miss the bus now i'm just stuck at school i'm, I'm always in like <laughs> middle, as like i'm 28 at eight every year behind me the dream is always i'm like some junior high age uh and i'm in junior high <laughs> and i'm late i quiz the bus whatever and that's like it's the whole dream and it feels like it's you know one of those dreams where it feels like it's like eight hours but you clearly it was probably like an hour and a half that you were dreaming, maybe a half hour, you know, but it yeah, feels yeah. like it's the whole dream. I'm late. And then that leads into a tangent unrelated to the dream. That's just nonsense. And then we come back and I, you know, I missed the quiz or whatever. Always that dream. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had a late to or being late dream like that. I've had the uh, like, I'm going to not going to make it to the toilet. And then you piss your pants before you wake up. Really? 
Whoa. Yeah, okay. yeah. Have you even had those? Like you get close to the toilet in your dream and you start peeing, but you wake up and realize you're not no, at the toilet. No, not once. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's why one of the reasons I quit drinking. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Did you ever? I for that person, luckily, but I, it was always funny to hear people like if you're like new to a friend group as they're introducing people. I don't know why I think like early 20s as they're like introducing you like, welcome to our friend group. Like you're, they're on cribs. It's like, welcome to our friend groups. Like that's Johnny. He's an artist. That's Sally. She keeps wet in the bed every time she drinks. That's Johnny. He's <laughs> like, it's like if someone does it, it's how they introduce the person. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Hey, this is Matt. He's had penile reconstruction surgery. Like, dude, I'm right here. I um, I still have uh, uh, that same nightmare, but from college, like uh, the oh my god, I just didn't do my my final paper, or I, I missed the last test, and I'm gonna have to repeat this class again. And I've been graduated for like eight years now. You're right, it never sounds goes like, away. Sounds like you two are just trying to relive your glory years, being in college and junior high. <laughs> no, you you knew you knew me when I was in college. That was not a that was not a great version of myself. <laughs> yeah, I was. That was my heyday. Was definitely not. Miss <laughs> Guitar's English class. <laughs> uh, so, have you, do you guys have, I guess, any other like weirder dreams or things that stand out? What I used to when I was a kid, I actually used to be pretty good at lucid dreaming. Like, like knowing I, you were asleep. Yeah. And uh, it started out like I used to have this kind of recurring nightmare all the time. It was like, um, it was like a night of the living dead but it was just in my neighborhood. I must've been maybe like five years old and I kept having the same dream. And uh, I believe it was my grandma was like, look, if you're in a dream and you might recognize that it's a dream, or even if you, it, you don't think it's a dream, but think it maybe could be just close your eyes really tight and then open them. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. But then I did it. So whenever I was having a bad dream, I was able to close my eyes in my dream and then open my eyes in real life to get out of the dream. Then ever wow. since I started doing that, I've actually been able to like, recognize when i was in a dream and somewhat control it um that's awesome yeah also sequel to insidious but <laughs> <laughs> um but i haven't been able to do that uh in in quite some time it was uh, i don't know maybe probably through high school i was able to and then just kind of stopped now were you getting better over time as you like realizing like you're like i kind of have a knack for this or it keeps happening I used to be quicker about it. So like I'd be able to recognize pretty quickly that I was in a dream and then like almost always I'm like, well, now I can fly and have superpowers. So like, <laughs> like literally nothing here can affect me. Right. Yeah. Damn. I've, I think I've had one lucid dream in my life. It wasn't anything to remember. I just remember being like, Ooh, I got to try to get that again. Cause that was cool that I knew. Definitely, definitely a sex dream. Right. Right. That was like, I gotta get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um but pe people talk about if you like if you like realize you're lucid dreaming but you get too excited about it that'll wake you up is yeah. that true yeah, yeah i think that's probably i just can't like get it started i've never even like had the thought like since then where it's like 
you're dreaming. And this something about the fact that you're technically a crayon right now isn't <laughs> doesn't sound weird to you. So, like, I keep I'm totally fine with like, I don't know. I can't point it, is, it out. while It I'm is dreaming. weird how it works. So, like, your brain's just like, yeah, I'm a crayon. This, I've always been a crayon. Like, <laughs> and is- four minutes also in the same dream, you weren't a crayon. About right. <laughs> no, uh, last night I had a dream that I hosted like I hosted a game show, and like all of the contestants, like it was just all like nonsense questions. But I was the host of this game show, and then when I woke up, I'm like, probably should have realized that wasn't a real thing. You know, it <laughs> seemed like it went on for way too long. It literally got to the point to where like it was like a commercial break and one of the contestants like, so how much taxes do I got to pay on my winnings? And I was like explaining how tax codes work. <laughs> like It was the dumbest dream. Could you imagine if Alex Trebek had to do that on the commercial <laughs> break? <laughs> he pulled out a calculator. Well, let's take a look at this. Uh, <laughs> if you weren't out right now where you're standing, you'd have to pay roughly half. Yeah. <laughs> I've had dreams like that that were just so boring it was upsetting like where it was i went to sleep the dream was i went to work at my current job and everyone acted kind of how they normally would and then i woke up and oh yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's the worst though work dreams fucking suck then you wake up it doesn't feel like you rested at all it's like i went to work for eight hours in my dream and now i gotta get up and go back to fucking work (laughs) i i I tend to i've been having a lot more work dreams lately because i have a uh, a, a new job so it's kind of fresh in my head and now it kind of bothers me because like we're working from home so like i literally sleep right there and this is where i work so it's like where i'm sleeping i'm thinking about work and then literally a foot and a half away is where i work it, it kind of kind of gets to you a little bit so you don't nope. have uh, you're, you're not you're not gold bathing in gold coins with an office like a home office that's like a separate room Nope, nope. I had uh, I had one spare room and it went to the baby. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I had a spare room for the office. And when I am dripping in gold coins and <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like after the, the I finish working, I'll like, realize I have to put something back in the office. And it's this room, by the way, I'll realize I have to put something back in the office right after I finished working. And it's like. I'm like throwing a mouse into a snake pit. Like I'm like real quick <laughs> open the door and just chuck it in there. A lot of air. Don't worry, Drewschler, because you're new to working from home, but I've been doing it for the last uh, seven months and that feeling doesn't ever go away. <laughs> yeah, It sucks. My, my office is the kitchen table at the moment and has been. No, the thing is like, I got to see, because I started this job during COVID. Yeah, yeah. I got to see the office um, for like a couple of days and it's fucking rad. And I just really want to be there <laughs> instead <laughs> I'm here. There's definitely uh, not to talk. I fucking hate talking about the virus and stuff, but there's definitely like a certain amount of that. I miss going to the office and actually being around people at work and stuff because uh, I work in a communications role. So it's all people on the phone. So there's a lot of talking, a lot of like energy in the room when you're in there, like the same way, I guess that you would think about comedy and stuff, like kind of like gets you pumped up in a different way. Whereas now it's like, Oh, I rolled out of bed and now I'm at my computer. All right, here we go. Here's the day. <laughs> you would think it'd be more glamorous. Cause it's like, I, I have sex like right there, but nope, it doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really carry over to the work day. Just leaves a weird smell for the rest of the day 
turn my webcam up just to be safe. <laughs> I don't want you guys to see this. <laughs> Turns out that your background isn't a green screen. It's the actual background. It's <laughs> also exactly the picture you'd use when Matt dies. <laughs> We will definitely use that to promote this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. So I've talked uh, to a few people about uh, lucid dreams before too, and I've had a few friends tell me that they kind of had that same experience where they realize they're dreaming and then they do like the superpower thing where they like they start to like jump really far distances or run really fast or do something that's totally not uh, realistic. And then I've heard the complete opposite too, where, uh, have either you, have either of you guys experienced, uh, night terrors or like, uh, mm -mm. no, see those the only are time I've ever had anything close to that was, uh, <laughs> when I was running like a super high fever. Yeah. Um, I think, but I think that was, I don't know if that counts yeah, one of as those a night terror. Stereotypical like dreams from the cartoons. You were walking through the desert, looking for a glass of water. Cause you were so hot with your fever. <laughs> no, like literally I was maybe like, maybe like 14 or something like that. And I was home and I was running, like I was pretty, pretty sick. And my parents were like, well, we're going to go out to dinner. Uh, you're good. And they just left me home alone. Like everyone else is gone. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just like sitting there watching TV and I'm like, I'm just looking down the hallway and it looked like the hallway was like moving towards me. Mm -hmm. and like and then like when it got like close to like the entry of like the living room like it looked like the walls were melting and i was like freaking out so i like i called my dad and i'm like i'm like i'm freaking out the walls are melting he's like you're fine we're almost done <laughs> <laughs> suck it up pussy yeah. <laughs> like Back my, in my day i had to pay for a trip like that <laughs> you know he was from canada they had free health care but um <laughs> My my parents are both very very nurturing people, but just for some reason that day they're like, "Fuck you, we're going out to dinner." <laughs> I'm halfway done with this fucking kid. You're do it. It's not every day your mom and I get to go to Arby's. <laughs> get the horse food sauce. That's definitely bad. <laughs> my dad's like, "I'm getting something that I gave her an apple turnover." So. <laughs> Get your fever ass to the basement. <laughs> fever ass to the basement. <laughs> uh, so uh, night terrors. Yeah, no, those are. Uh, I, I have had the uh, wonderful experience of having those a few times. Uh, so if you don't know what those are, it's like a nightmare, but it's more involved <laughs> so it's like a nightmare where i actually feel like i'm in that dream and everything's happening and it causes physiological actual attributes to happen to me like my heart will start racing and pumping um the last one that i remember having was uh we were at my old house on mayfair by you douche mm -hmm. uh and we were so uh, you remember that big window we had in the front room oh, i think we lost richie oh shit well we'll invite him back in i'll keep talking in the meantime um he had kind of a bad connection anyways uh so yeah i was uh we were, had that big bay window up front and it was 
like a big open window. It's, it was the size of like two or three windows to put together. And I, my dream was that I had fallen asleep. We had a sectional couch that went right along that window. And so I had fallen asleep on that couch and I was waiting for, uh, <sighs> you just messaged me. Wait, not waiting. So I was asleep on the couch right there by the window and I rolled over because it sounded like somebody was knocking on the door and I like peeked out and I could see the person, but I was like, I don't know who this person is. And then they looked in the window again and they said, Hey, I'm coming in. (laughs) (laughs) And my instinct, you're like, no, no, that was exactly what it was. I went, no, you're not. And he, again, like almost had a whisper was like, I'm coming in. (laughs) I was like, no, you're not. And so what happened is like my heart starts racing and stuff. And I start to wake up because in real life, I'm actually screaming. I'm laying face to face with my wife in bed. And I just start going, huh? and she goes what the fuck is going on and i wake up and i go i'm sorry i was having a really bad nightmare (laughs) where i thought somebody was breaking into our house uh richie has come back hopefully he's connecting again i love Uh, the idea of of like someone's just like hey i'm gonna come in there (laughs) (laughs) whispering to me Uh, richie's back but he's probably muted still I just told my story about falling asleep and having a nightmare and screaming on my wife's face when I woke up. You'll have to tune in and listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I've had other like night terrors too. That's not the only one. I remember having one. Yeah. So connected. There, he is. there he is. Sorry guys. I just, oh, got you're t- good. Um, I just had no internet. Sweet. All right. <laughs> He's back. You can hear about my other night terror that I didn't pay, talk about. Pay yet. your bills, Richie. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know what the hell this Logie internet is that you got. What the heck? What is that? <laughs> is that I your like camera? That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's backwards for me. What is happening? Life is a nightmare. <laughs> I, uh, I had one, I'd say probably close to a night terror. <clears throat> Most I ever got is when, as like when it came out to DVD, the ring when i saw the ring when i was a kid i don't know how old i was you know probably 12 yeah and a movie took my favorite thing tv and was like hey it's haunted (laughs) hey it's haunted." there he is Uh, (laughs) and we're doing great and i i think i woke up two times screaming the night after i saw it like just i don't have i didn't have dreams that i remembered from it but you remember me i remember the screaming (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my the movie that messed me up was uh signs that Ooh, movie messed yeah, me up. Yeah. Yeah. walk across the yep. bushes in yep. the birthday park. yeah first time i saw that uh i used to, um I, when i was like, <laughs> where my bed was it faced like a window and i can see like the top of of of, of the garage in my parents house and like that night that i watched it it was dark and rainy and i just like kept looking out and just like kept thinking i was seeing an alien just standing on top of the garage <laughs> and uh um it, it there was just like constant tapping on the window and I, and, and it freaked me the fuck out and so finally i like got the like built up the nerve to like open up the blinds and see what it was it just so happened to like it was raining and there was just like a stream of water that was just like dropping in the perfect way so it was like hitting like the windowsill on the outside 
making a knocking noise. So I was so freaked out. I opened up the window, opened up the the um, the screen and i threw a towel over it and closed the window on the towel <laughs> so the water would drip on the towel and not make a knocking noise and then i'm like it's okay i'll wake up before my dad has to go to work so he doesn't see this bright fluorescent towel that i have hanging out the window <laughs> did you wake was, up uh, i did not <laughs> i don't know I don't think he noticed it. It's possible that he did, but you know, I was able Probably to he's like, that fucking night. kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, and I opened up the blinds and it was the alien tapping his dick against the window. <laughs> I put the towel over him. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I'm coming in. <laughs> it would have been amazing if a towel would have stopped the alien. Cause it's equally as dumb as water stopping an alien. Which was- <laughs> Which was the conclusion of science. Yep. The cure for aliens was inside of us the whole time. (laughs) Uh, The first movie that I think ever gave me nightmares was the very original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. 70? (laughs) When that came out? 79. Like, yeah, early 79, I think. It was, uh, I was probably older. I was probably like 12 or 13 when I saw it, but it was like, 1 30 in the morning when i watched it which is always the best time to watch horror films right um yeah and i remember that one being specifically traumatic but it's now become one of my favorite films of all time so really yeah, yeah. was this uh was this like a sleepover gone wrong that you guys let's just watch texas chainsaw at 1 no. 30 in the morning you just- <laughs> it was just me literally it was the worst circumstances possible my mom had gone out for the night and she was just hanging out with her boyfriend and uh i was home alone by myself and was just like oh we get the independent film channel let's see what's on there and it happened to be the texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) let's just watch this yeah which is amazing because instead of trying to find tits on the tv you're like let's watch texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) (laughs) right i I wanted to get hard i wanted to watch people get murdered Uh, we're, I think we're, um, we're getting to the bottom of a few things here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. You know, uh, kind of. You guys ever uh, sleepwalk? You guys ever have a uh, sleepwalking Ooh. in your life? No, me, I don't no. think I've ever sleepwalked. No, no. I did when I was younger, when I was like a little kid. I've never in like a long time. It was like a few times where like one time I remember waking up standing in the hallway my way to like go back to bed. Like clearly I had slept walk and then it like the juice wore off halfway. <laughs> you know, I don't know what happened. And then I was like, and then I just, I don't know. I went back to bed. And then another time I slept, walked into the bathroom, shut it, locked the door from the inside and then just started knocking on the door saying, help. <laughs> um, family got up and they're like richie just unlock the door and i was like i can't <laughs> it was like a it was like a fiasco at the mclonas house <laughs> um my my wife used to used to sleepwalk when she was a kid and then um she doesn't like sleepwalk anymore but she definitely will like I'll like come to bed or something and then she'll be like awake and we'll have a full conversation but she's very clearly like not quite awake yeah um, and we'll, we'll like, we'll like, you know, have like a full on conversation about something important. And the next morning, she's like, we really got to discuss, you know, getting this furnace fixed. I'm like, we literally talked about that last night for an hour. Um, 
But uh, Olivia, my uh, almost four-year-old, uh, she she sleepwalks every once in a while. Um, there was uh, there was one day where I um, may have been drinking a little bit after she went to bed, and I was just kind of vibing, watching TV. And uh, <laughs> she likes to she likes to sleep with the, the most stupid amount of blankets on her. It doesn't matter how hot it is; she likes to have a million blankets on. She came out of her room just like drenched in sweat. She looked like the girl from the ring and she's just like standing in the hallway looking like this and I'm watching TV and I just heard like a slight noise and I turned over and just saw her like, and then she just started cackling maniacally. (laughs) And, and I'm like, I'm like, Olivia, Olivia, stop Olivia Olivia and then she kind of like snapped out of it and then she just started crying because she's like where the fuck am I then I'm like oh no I'm too drunk for this (laughs) console an insane person (laughs) Uh, luckily like right at that time like my wife was like coming downstairs to use the bathroom like can can you handle that (laughs) she's like yeah also, someone's at the door. I ordered a pizza. Can you get that too? I got, I got people right now. I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I'm useless right now. Uh, <laughs> what would you have done if she didn't come down at that moment? <laughs> I probably would have called her. Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I would have literally like, hey, Siri, call Trish. <laughs> no, Siri, don't. Siri's actually doing it. Stop it. <laughs> Literally, when you're in the shower and you forgot to bring a towel in with you, and you're just like, babe, yeah. no, honestly, <laughs> naked. I, my wife is not going <laughs> to listen to this, but I am essentially a useless person. Like, yeah, I mean, we knew that. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I, 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 I work and support us, and I'm, I, I, I like cook dinner and whatnot, but like basic adult functionality, I really need help with. So. They, you know, thank she you. She, wife. She's around. Yeah. She's like, not front to back. <laughs> you remember, it gives you an infection every single time. Suppose <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess another thing is have you guys ever had extreme dreams or like, I guess an example that I would have is one of my, uh, another night terror I had was uh, it would have been shortly after, I don't know, my mother had passed away. So I'll attune some of it to that maybe, but uh, I was remember very distinctively that I was in a backyard and my cousin was swimming in a oil drum. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there was water in it, like a pool, and she was swimming in it. She did something that made me mad, so I started holding her under the water. And then the longer I held her under the water, eventually she became my mom. <laughs> and then I woke up and was crying because I was like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> Wow! in my dream? Yeah. And you've talked to a professional about this dream, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Yes. Wow. When you said extreme dream, I was like, yeah, one day I was Tony Hawk in my dream. And, no, you know, <laughs> I mean, like very vivid, like very because I've had other friends tell me there's a buddy of mine who's described a dream he had when he was younger, where he said that there was this woman who said, I'm going to kill you if you don't start smashing these babies. And the entire dream is him, like literally just like cut scenes of him smashing babies against the wall and throwing them off buildings. Uh-huh. Is is yours, <laughs> but in general, I wonder if you're in. You don't have to answer this, but I wonder if it's like exclusively for or like inherently Freudian because it includes your mom, or oh, you know, what might, I mean? yeah, 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 
Definitely. And I think it was, like I said, the kind of the timing of everything that was going on. It was a stressful time in my life. I was younger. It was like 22 or 23 when she passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fuck, that's 10 years ago now. Wow. It's a long time. Um, But no, no. So like I said, I I think a lot of my dreams and that stuff, I think, is based around the fact that I have a lot of anxiety and depression generally. Um, And that's one way that my brain processes it in a weird way way i guess is kind of gives me these fucked up vivid dreams that scare the shit out of me or like the other one i told douchler about was somebody like knocking on my front door saying like whispering into my bay window i'm coming into your house and i was like no you're not and then literally to the point to where i woke up screaming no you're not in my wife's face while she was asleep (laughs) and that's how you can tell true love you know if you can wake up screaming in someone's face and they don't leave you that's, that's true love. That's true love. <laughs> true. I now I have like I, I don't have an actual example of a dream for this specific thing, but the like if, like REM rebound. Have you guys heard of that where you like don't sleep for a while and then you finally get like a good night's sleep and your body's just like bring out the best movies we've ever seen yeah. or the <laughs> pumping out dreams. Like that's when I'll get like super weird dreams of just they're just elaborate and there's like eight of them and i can't decide like my brain's like we're not sure which one to remember but they were all pretty terrible so here's a here's a general mood for the week (laughs) (laughs) i i have this weird problem where um if i get really into a video game that has like uh hit counters where there's there's numbers flashing on the screen when Mm -hmm. i go to bed that's all i see in my head is the flashing numbers like uh, with like DDR and like I had that with like Guitar Hero if I ever played Guitar that. for yep. sure. But like it would be like uh, if I just had like a big like World of Warcraft marathon, I would just see those numbers popping up. You know, like, oh, yeah. I play a lot of RPGs, so like if I'm playing an RPG and they have like the numbers popping up on the screen, I have to check the settings to see if I can turn it off because I know if I don't, that's all I'm going to see when I go to bed. It's <laughs> it's weird every time. I, I like how Richie looked at both of us and was like, yeah, DDR, right? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, uh, raise your hands. <laughs> uh, we don't move. <laughs> but no, I've had that too. Uh, experiences or like, uh, I remember when GTA first came out, like having dreams of being in those types of world or doing that kind of stuff after playing it for hours on end mm-hmm. just just slaughtering hookers left and right <laughs> yeah slaughtering <laughs> um there was recently where i think dreams are a huge part i'm not like breaking out like crazy now am i no no you're good you hear me pretty good okay well now that you um I, it's I, I've gotten like more like I'm not big into like looking into like cosmo cosmology cosmological meanings behind dreams, but like general interpretations of dreams, like just like a pretty obvious like I dreamt about spider, so A by B or C, or you're late to class, so fear of failure or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there was like I think it was like like in the middle of quarantine, I started dreaming like every night and. And I was, it was a really stressful time, unprecedented, some might say. <laughs> What's there every, to be stressed about? <laughs> and like <laughs> every dream, it, it was like I was dealing with issues throughout the day in my dreams, but they weren't even, there weren't metaphors. They were just like 
on the nose. Exactly what happened in that day just happened in another way in the dream. There was like nothing to interpret. It's just like, yeah, you saw a bug on the ceiling. So bugs. It's just there was no depth. To they were there for interpretation. It was like it was a lot going on. And so I was just like never not dreaming. But my brain was like, just give them just give them the default. There's a watermark See, over my I, Getty stock images. I I I feel like you might be a little lucky there because in the early to mid like COVID dreams that I was having, um, it was just like Ah, uh, your normal life's a nightmare. Let's just continue that into your dreams, um, because uh, um, very. I I have I I think I'm better now. But before COVID, I had a crippling fear of pandemics. It was always a big fear of mine, and I'm pretty sure it has. It's because of the movie Outbreak because I saw that when I was a kid and it scared the shit out of me. But um, I was still working for the first you know few months of COVID, and literally going to doctor's offices and installing copy machines where they're doing nothing but COVID testing. And I have a fear of this shit like real bad. So like that was terrible. And the job that I had previously had terrible health insurance. And then I got laid off through like, well, now you got to pay full price for this terrible health insurance. (laughs) So then, so then that was the fear for, so like, it was just like, just nonstop, like whatever was bothering me during the day was also in my dreams. It was absolutely fucking terrible. And now I think I'm just numb to it. I like everything kind of feels kind of normal now, even though it's not. Do you, do you guys feel that way or? I, I, although it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that settling feeling like uh, about three months ago, I was like, this is just the new normal. This is what things are going to be. This is how it is. Uh, and I don't think that that is per se the case. I think things are starting to open back up and things will be different in 2021. Maybe <laughs> trying to be hopeful for fuck's sake you on that. Maybe it's because I'm biased towards the way it used to be. But <laughs> I, I whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to go back to that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I, can I, sh- can I show you guys how awesome my wife is? Yeah. yeah, she just went to grab some drinks. Hell yeah! And bought Funyuns. Wow. Nice. She's pour the Funyuns into she, Matt's mouth. She, <laughs> she, she said, tell, "Tell him what she said." It's sweetest day. Don't forget. Uh, she, my wife brought me home chocolate too from the grocery store. She went out this morning. I, I, when I got up this morning and she gave me a hug, she was happy sweetest day. I'm like, oh yes, sweetest day. I love you. You're the best. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. <laughs> I wanted to put Matt as a background, but he's not here today. So, yeah, he needs to be here with us all the time. He's busy celebrating his wife or something. He's uh, celebrating his wife. I don't get it. <laughs> Still looking for lighthouses and direction. <laughs> uh, uh, Shannon posted a picture of uh, she goes, uh, she's having a big glass of wine and she goes and beer comma root. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the picture of Matt just looks defeated. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his craft like, sodas. <laughs> I thought I was going to the zoo, dentist instead. Face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, no, Matt wouldn't like going to the zoo either because that's usually where he has to go to get a cat scan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Oh shit. <laughs> Love you, Matt. You're my favorite. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to start telling that to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you, I, I'm, I don't want to deter from dreams. I'm just interested. No. Like any jokes you guys have been like dying to try out, and you're like, here's my present. I'm not going to go into any bits that I'm <laughs> out. I'm just like, I have this. More so, I want to talk about the feeling of like I have all these ideas for jokes. And, and there are just notepads in my phone and I know they're terrible, but I, <laughs> but because there's like not much stand up going on, I'm able to keep lying to myself that like, oh, when things get back, I got 10 minutes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't, it's not. Good. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I kind of feel like I'm in a creative drought right now. Like uh, I actually tried I took some time off work this week and was trying to do some painting, which is something I was really heavy into last year. Uh, and I wasn't able to complete the paintings how I wanted to. I just got frustrated with it. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to write and I couldn't really get the words out that I wanted to. So I got frustrated with that. Uh, and then when it comes to comedy too, I don't feel like I've really been writing as much as I used to more so that I've been, actively trying more jokes out i guess and shooting shots on stuff rather than letting them sit in my head like i'll be in person or because i talk on the phone a lot too so if i'm talking to people i'll say something stupid try to get them to laugh or if i do have a face-to-face interaction with like a cashier if i do happen to be out and about trying to make them laugh or something uh but I, i haven't had that uh that feeling of like I, I need to be out there to test out this new material yet. Cause I don't feel like I've really written anything. Yeah. So. I feel like, I feel like my process is I come up with a, like an idea for a joke and then I go do an open mic and I do it. And then that gives me inspiration to write tags for it. But because I'm not doing mics right now, if I come up with an idea for a joke, I don't go to an open mic. I just lose that opportunity to turn that into something that may have been, you know, so I haven't, yeah. If your process is, yeah, the inspiration from performing it and being like, okay, so just reinforce that I can keep the momentum that I had. I draw them place a lot on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally, I relate to that. But I also, I had the uh, the thing of tr- being a little more brave is the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Being a little more brave with like, hey, listen, unprecedented times, you know, things are un- unprecedented. I'm going to try out every joke that comes to my head. Uh, yeah, 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 a little more brave with just there it is. Yeah, I, I, I had like I had every intention like early on. And, and Brian and Matt and I were talking about this when we did a cast like right after lockdown that uh, I just we would find something else creative to get those comedy juices going, like making some YouTube videos or doing something to like get out there. But like that's the, I honestly thought that's where my creativity was going to go. And instead it went into like, I've been cooking a lot. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I was cooking a lot and uh, I, I'm doing like 3D printing now and like stuff like that. Like, like it has nothing to do with comedy, but that's just kind of where I gravitated towards, which is kind of yeah. weird. You can't really almost can't even fight it too. Cause it's not, cause if you did one of the other art forms, it would be probably a little disingenuous, at least right now. I, I agree. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, when, when, when we do this every once in a while, or I, I've, you know, been doing, uh, have we 
the cartoon tonic for the last year. Like if I didn't have this right here where I was able to like, you know, talk to my friends and make jokes, like I would probably be just a terrible TikToker or something. <laughs> um, so, so I'm grateful that I have this in my life still. <laughs> you're just, you're just, it cuts to you on camera, same background. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to floss. It's just not working. <laughs> yeah, actual floss. I like how you were like, oh, yeah, it couldn't be funny. So I decided to eat instead. And you were surprised. <laughs> <laughs> not even that. It's just like, I've always liked to cook, but I've been taking it really seriously lately because what else there is to do. So I, I just been doing that and like uh obviously eating it is amazing because it's delicious but like uh um I'll, I'll make something that turns out really good and i'll just be like i'm, I'm like I, I gotta take this i gotta take some of this to my parents just hold on and i like wrap some up and like go right because i'm just like proud yeah. of this thing that i did you know that's so cool that that's yeah. what comes out of you're like i have gifts for christmas <laughs> <laughs> i'm not coming up again this year <laughs> Parents are like, it smells kind of bad. You, yeah, I wrapped it two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Is this cold? That was pizza I made in March. <laughs> I got. I went down this this like quick rabbit hole of you just be, becoming just like a savant with cooking, and you're just like you you like cook it and you like take one bite out of it and you're like this is shit and you just throw it out and you're just like I time to cook again no need busy hands make the devil something no <laughs> not even a little bit I'm just aspiring to be Guy Fieri like that's just my goal <laughs> like like I can make like good like more like classy dishes but like if it's gonna come down it's gonna be like smash burgers uh, southern fried chicken sandwiches you know homemade pizza just just garbage yeah. food you are Definitely Taylor's Guy Fieri. Hell yeah. Uh, excuse me. Alan Park's Guy Fieri. You just got to get the frosted tips on your beard. <laughs> a goatee on your heads. Just like, <laughs> just oh, like my patch right here. <laughs> you're right here. Like, oh, that's, that's the chemo Guy Fieri. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> it's funny when like when uh, Harrison left so hard that you kind of disappear and <laughs> pass it off into space. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, there he is. I'm back. All you hear, all you hear is like, ah. <laughs> that's what happened to the uh, International Space Station on the Russian pod. <laughs> Did you hear about that? They just their oxygen just stopped working. Did you hear about that? that? No. Yeah, just re yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and uh, when I read the article, they're like uh, oxygen in in Russian pod of International Space Station malfunction. Americans fine. That's all it said. <laughs> like, I'm still curious about these potential Russians that are just gonna die in space right now. Yeah. Nah. Those you're just like, um, the, Amer the American Spine was written by Americans. Like the whole thing was written by like an independent journalist. And then the last part where Americans are fine, they're like, and we're fine, by the way. <laughs> no one asks if we're fine. We're fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> Somehow astronauts in International Space Station caught COVID. <laughs> <laughs> 
oddly enough though that is part of the reason that made me realize that like you can't trust the news or follow news sources like that is because I, a few years a while ago now uh when i was in college and stuff i was looking into some articles and one of the articles i found specifically mentioned it was like 22 killed uh three americans dead too i was like well why is it important to like tack that little last bit of information that the americans were killed too or how many americans were killed it just it, it didn't make sense and it made me kind of see that how biased it could be so like, a, like 50 oh. people killed one one american stubbed their toe like oh gosh <laughs> is he okay <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting because yeah, it's it's a it's little, very smart, intricate games to 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 do a little thing and how you perceive the story or whatever. Right, but I mean at the same time though, do you think that that it has to affect how many clicks that article gets? One hundred percent. There's a there's a there, there's an upsetting number of people that unless it directly affects them, do not give a shit. Mm-hmm. And and that's probably probably like part of the overall problem with humanity right now is is these no one there's a there's a lack of empathy yeah and it's the i would say i would argue past possibly a a spectrum or like a how big your ripple of care can go and i think that is what's the dials turned too many people are on a or arguably yeah it's a what i got i can care about three things and And if one, if I care about a new thing, one of them has to drop. That's just what I have room for, I guess. I, I, I think it was uh, Dan Turco on Facebook one day. He posted like, "Why am I cursed with like caring about other people?" And it's a right. really, in- and it's a really interesting thought because like, yeah, how awesome would it be right now if you did not give a shit about other people? Life would be so much easier. Yeah, you know? I mean, I walk around without my mask all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's taxing. It's a it's a taxing thing to carry that people who have it in extreme ways probably have to work through it and deal with it and probably have to work on if it's to a certain level, probably have to work on toning it down because it's such a taxing thing to carry. You know what I mean? There there were there were people that at one point were like when they heard politicians say like, yeah, we're going to lose some of the elderly generation. And they were like, yeah, that's probably fine. As long as I can but, still go continue my my life, like no, like yeah, that's I just mean, like. Ridiculous. But I hate doing fucking twenty five on Ford Road over here when the speed limit's forty, so I'm okay with that too. <laughs> Doesn't have nothing to do with what political party you're part of. I love I love every, every every hour a Bill Burr hour special has him relating plagues to freeing up the highway <laughs> <laughs> he, he did that on snl last week too it's yeah. pretty good. that audience wasn't quite prepared for bill burr <laughs> no no i don't think so i'm a, I'm a mile away yeah. <laughs> and i knew that going against so i'm like this gonna be good <laughs> puts fajitas on low yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, I'm not trying to rush out of here, but did you have anything you want to plug, Richie, while we're here? I, I, I'm like holding off on, I do, I'm, I got a new camera Ooh. and I, uh, I'm like trying to figure out how I want to sustainably do hunting rabbits. And I think it's in Yelp, video Yelp form and trying to figure out how to do it so that I enjoy it and don't get burned out and that people actually enjoy watching it who aren't like my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And so, and like Jarrett and Vince, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be back on, if you want to subscribe to hunting rabbits or like it on Facebook or YouTube, I'm, I'm slowly making a plan to come back consistently re- talking about Yelp reviews uh, for different businesses. That's awesome. That was uh, one of my favorite segments that you did. Yeah. Um, uh, and then do you want to, do yeah, plug. Uh, Cartoon Tonic uh, is celebrating our year anniversary uh, this Ooh. month, wow. and um, we are more than halfway through our uh, October specials, where we're releasing an episode every single week that is uh, spooky themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have done um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. We've done um, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which Ooh. is another one of my favorites growing up. And uh, what, this comes out, what, Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, so right now, you can go uh, check out Ah Real Monsters, um, which is which is out now. That's a good one. And then our last one is going to be um, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. So, wow. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, that's be cool. This, this, was a, this was a fun one. And then we're taking a break because we're all tired. And then we'll be back for, we'll have a couple special things in uh, November, December, and we'll be back in January for season two. So nice. That's been good. Hopefully we can have face-to-face people next year because the plan was, we, we the plan was like, oh yeah, we're going to get this thing going. Then we're going to have all of our friends on. And then the pandemic happened and we couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So thanks for listening. It's uh, I know there's a few, moist towelettes out there that also listen to cartoon tonic and i definitely appreciate that sir they're everywhere and most certainly check out richie's show hunting rabbits the when he's planning to come back he's got the earlier episodes up still correct yep earlier episodes plenty of stuff to watch um i'd love to get into sketches again me and Jarrett and vince did that all the time um that's like how we got started into like comedy in general and so like I keep seeing like Cipriano posting yep. him, him doing a bit too much stuff like that. And I'm like texting about it. I'm like, Hey man, let me know when you want to film something. <laughs> and I'm just like, cause I'd love for, for it to be a thing of where like I have a, a I'm, I'm, I don't want to plug too much. I'm just, I just want to talk about it. Cause I don't talk about it to most people. Yeah. yeah, no, go for it. Yeah. I just want to, it'd be a cool place to have a thing for, for sketches. And it could be the same thing as like a swap cast, but for swap sketch or whatever with different troops and uh or and then just have it for like the yelps and i think that'd be sweet if i could find a way to sustain that with yeah the you know these unprecedented times <laughs> sketch sketch and improv is like my first love yeah yes yeah. you know and and uh there's um there's there's kind of a bit of there's there's a lack of sketch and improv right now so fucking do it man and i'll i'll be your number one fan sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you have a a favorite sketch group um it's exactly what what you guys said it's like there's like none right now right now when i was when i was there was a bunch there was it was like all youtube was initially when i was like first coming out of high school there was like balloon shop i don't know if you guys remember or um one called britannic and they were just like Oh, uh, Kyle, Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett who are on SNL. Yeah, yeah they're, they're amazing. And then when they were on yeah. YouTube, it's just, they're just unreal how good their like stuff is. I loved uh, Derek comedy in the early mm-hmm. YouTube days. Yeah. Great. 
We added when we were in high school, we ended every episode, every sketch somehow ended with someone getting shot and using like fake blood. <laughs> that's, that's, that's our joke. Is everything, well, how do we end it with something shot? We used to do the same thing um, um, when we were when I was in uh, like uh, middle school, high school, and my older sister had a graduation party, and then there was just a giant gallon left over of red snow cone syrup, and that was our fake blood. So we would just film ourselves like wiping out on bikes and skateboards and just spewing out a ridiculous amount of blood, <laughs> like like a stupid amount of blood. That that was funny to me back then. Still funny to me now. I'd probably do it right now if I had the chance. Oh, absolutely! Right. It's like watching one of those extreme horror films. <laughs> yeah. Some of the funniest SNL sketches are when they just have that tube of blood coming out of something. <laughs> it's just like, and they're just like this and it's so obvious, but it's just why it tro- that scene in Tropic Thunder, the beginning scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Cause it's so absurd. Yeah. Anything over the top. Yeah. Anything, anything over the top. Yeah. Sounds Love like we it. should start a blood sketch comedy group. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll call it blood in, blood out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Anyone's here to announce a cancellation? <laughs> Chasing rabbits, and now it's going to be blood in, blood out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you boys chatting about our dreams today. It was, Thank you for having me. This is great. Good to talk to you fun. guys. Yeah, I miss you. I went. Uh, do you uh, foresee Eats and Crafts coming back anytime? Or yeah, they're opening. We haven't. We we were starting to talk about the details of the show and how what it'll look like safely running a show in that room and how we want to go about that or if we want to switch anything up or what adaptations we want to make early stages but yeah they're opening finally i think as a business that's yeah 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 they just opened everything up Mm -hmm. that was that's a huge place too it's like a bowling alley arcade Mm -hmm. and they got the comic show room there that is still one of my favorite shows i've ever done was your guys' show yeah it's just such a such a nice warm welcoming room it was a lot of fun Actually, I remember, I was just looking back. I think at either old pictures or old videos. Not that old, but on, the, on we like we like have them saved on like a Google Drive. And I was looking through them, and I was like, "Man, what a great!" It was there was it was you guys on the same show and one other person, and I was like, "Man, that was a dark humored show." <laughs> it was, it was a good show. It was like so. It was basically a Halloween in June or whenever. <laughs> it was good. It was dark, weird comedy. And the audience liked it. it was great. It was like I, I, I didn't go up first, um, but like I was kind of like I always do this thing where I like I read the room and I'm like I, I had a choice when I went there. I'm like I either just need to go for it, like 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 literally like grab someone and be like you're gonna find this funny or it's not gonna work. And yeah. I just like when I got on stage, I saw this uh, this this family like sitting right in front of the stage. I'm like those are my people, and I just like went for them. And then like everyone else thought it was hilarious because I was focusing on them. And then like two jokes and they're like, I guess I'll laugh at that terrible, you know, coming in his wife's face joke that this guy just made <laughs> where just on the other side of that wall, there's a couple 12 year olds bowling <laughs> and, there's, and there's a six year old's birthday party down there. I was just going to say, apparently it's Aiden's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it was it was just such a great room that place was cool i uh i, I miss it um me too man it was a good room yeah. i'm glad you guys went at, uh or got on that was that sounded lame <laughs> <laughs> have you done any shows since the pandemic started I did my first show since March. Uh, Robert Schneider had a backyard show. And uh, it was, it was so great back and it was a good audience. um, And it, uh, I, my biggest, like I had a pretty good set on par compared to like my previous ones. It wasn't bad or better. It was kind of right on par. And I tried one and a half new jokes out and I felt confident and that's what I was like most excited about is like, I felt that I looked confident and I was scared I was going to lose that. And so I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Were yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Am I a dork now? Like, am I- <laughs> specifically you're, like, the comedy. you're like, what, what is humor? <laughs> what? Like, I had no gauge. And then I, and then I did like, I opened with, uh, they had like, you know, whatever. I opened with something talking about the setup and it got a good laugh. And I was like, oh, I'm back, baby. I did a little bit. I just like, I was just happy. Unrelated yeah. to the jokes. I was just happy. I felt confident. It was great. That's good. Do you have any lined up since then or? L- nothing lined up. No. Um, no, That's... nothing lined up. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious because I know, like you said, stuff starting to open back up. Do you plan on getting back out there right away or? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm like, it sounds like similar to you guys. I'm, I started a job during the pandemic as well. And so I'm still gauging timing as far as after work. And that's been tough or just like having the energy because it's, I'm always learning something and, you know, it's just an extra mental toll. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I plan to, um, it's weird how many open mics there are going on. I, I like looked into it a little bit and I was like, oh, I guess I don't have as many excuses as I thought okay, <laughs> how to have energy again. Yeah, that's definitely the battle, especially like I, like we were talking about earlier too, getting that fatigue of like working from home and still just being in the house all the time. Right. Especially after work and shit. No, I get yeah. it. I think for me, it's waiting until there's uh not a cure, but like a antibody or something. So that way I know for sure I'm not going to get sick and bring it home. Right. Right. At that point. Yeah. You would want <laughs> I need one extra. We need to go one tier higher and then we'll, and then I'll be good. Yeah. 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 Whatever. You know, that vague chart I just made with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got, it got to be, you're, you're right though. It's like, one just one tier higher just one let's like mm-hmm. we're there we're, you, clo- we're there yeah yes. to where it's like so not everyone can get like the 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 antibody shot yet but if you're in a hospital about to be on a ventilator we can prevent you from going on a ventilator then i'm like cool i'll go do some fucking comedy you know? <laughs> anti-ventilator serum yeah that's it? that's <laughs> yep I, yeah no really because like once you get to that ventilator stage, it's kind of over. If you survive it, you're still going to be fucked up. So that's just what I'm trying to avoid. Wow. Yeah. 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 It, it got dark here at the end. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's end. No, no. We're going to end on that. Yeah. I can't end on that. That's too dark. <laughs> Uh, life is fleeting. We're all going to die. Moist definitely. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Stay moist. 